heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Welcome to Voice of a Nation. This is Dr. Lee for America. And today we're talking about the 2021 Liberty Manifesto to restore America's constitutional freedoms. Operation Warp Speed first applied to innovations to respond to the COVID-19 pandemic. But as 2021 is well underway with the 2021 Biden-Harris radical Democrat agenda, we can more accurately apply Operation Warp Speed to the speed of the multiple assaults on the U.S. Constitution and our Bill of Rights. We have urgent challenges ahead of us as Americans as we watch our fundamental creator-given rights to life, liberty, property ownership, and pursuit of happiness being stripped away daily with executive orders from this president combined with the Democrat control of the Senate, House, our judicial system, and coordinated with big tech and big media censorship and big pharma collusion with NIH, FDA, and the CDC to control our medical freedom and our public health policy using those as tools to suppress our freedom to seek early treatment and pushing mass vaccinations with experimental agents. What can we as American citizens do now to help right the sinking ship of liberty? With us today is our guest, Dr. Peter Bregan, a powerful leader in the reform of psychiatry and pharmaceutical abuses, well-known author of more than 20 medical and popular books, including the bestseller, Talking Back to Prozac, and now coming out with his explosive latest book, COVID-19 and the Global Predators. We are their prey. This is, I have read the book as pre-publication review. It is a meticulously researched, comprehensive analysis of how the COVID-19 pandemic was used as a weapon to achieve totalitarianism around the world. At the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, Dr. Bregan and his wife, his research partner, realized from his past legal work against the pharmaceutical industry that a Pandora's box of abuses had been opened up in the name of public health. He and his wife, Ginger Bregan, uncovered a worldwide web of global predators, including 
Anthony Fauci, multi-billionaires, powerful corporations working together with the World Health Organization and Communist China. Welcome to Voice of a Nation, Dr. Bregan, as this is Dr. Lee for America standing in for Malcolm today. I've been privileged to review your new book, and I'm stunned at the enormity of the coordinated network of global predators you describe. And you and your wife, Ginger Bregan, have just released your Liberty Manifesto as a summary of what you see is urgently needed to restore America's constitutional freedom, freedoms. So tell us more about that and what led you to write this Liberty Manifesto as an outgrowth of your book. Well, the, the book is so large and comprehensive and what's really needed is a grassroots rebellion on the part of a, those of us Americans who believe in individual rights and in political liberty and in the Judeo-Christian traditions, the just the solid moral context in which this nation was built. And um, we realized that uh, we needed to say something that was concise and direct and uh, just just laid out in, in a way that uh, we thought had not been done, uh, what Americans need to be aware of uh, that's going on beneath COVID-19 and uh, what, what kind of stands we need to take today. I, I think that's outstanding. I've read your Liberty Manifesto and I'm very impressed with it. We'll be sharing the details of that as we go through the show today. Also, I want our listeners to know that if they go to your website, wearetheprey.com, they will be able to order your book pre-publication. And at the same time, you have so generously made your manuscript available to those who are ordering the book early so that they can actually start reading it now and begin to get the understanding of this huge picture that you have meticulously put all these pieces together. It's like a detective story. And that way they will have the manuscript and the references now to help them understand the enormity of what's what we're up against. So that as understanding our enemy, we can begin to look at how do we seek ways to work within our legal framework to restore our freedom. Thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. We, we really, uh, you know, we've been listening to the, even the, even the best news and television and uh, reading, you know, some of the excellent stuff that's being written, but nothing is remotely as comprehensive uh, as what we've done with, uh, with our book. Um, with COVID-19 and the uh, global predators. And so we decided that it didn't make sense to uh, just hold on to the data. So uh, we decided we just give it out as a bonus with anybody for anybody who, um, uh, you know, you know, bought, bought the, uh, the book at a discount price to begin with. And we're also sending it to various uh, media places and other people in advance of the book too. So we're circulating it both to, to uh, individuals and 
around around the world that we think it would help to get right away. But uh, the, any, anybody can obtain it um, through the pre-publication pur purchase as well. We just think the information needs to get out. That's just so critically needed. And particularly, uh, one of the things that, as a physician, I have certainly found so alarming, we have never in my entire career in medicine had one person it have such total power and control over a medical response as we as has been given to Dr. Anthony Fauci. And I have been concerned about that all along. But the more that that I read about some of his past background in being tied to the Wuhan Virology Lab and gain-of-function research, the more concerned I became. You have a lot of information on that in your book. I'd really like you to share some of that with our listeners today. Well, the the reason we did the book, we were discussing among ourselves, you know, do we want to take this risk, get involved with COVID-19? Uh, I've already... Uh, uh, made innumerable enemies by taking on the pharmaceutical industry around psychiatric drugs. And we decided that what we were hearing sounded so much like what knowledge I'd gained, in particular as a medical expert, getting to look inside the records of companies like Eli Lilly and Johnson and & Johnson and, and seeing how um, the, the customer was of no importance to them as a human being. And, I mean, they just marketed these drugs as desperately as they could, regardless of any incoming information about how dangerous they were. And uh, Eli Lilly, I documented carefully, for example, when, when it became obvious that Prozac was making many people psychotic, making some people violent, making many people suicidal, resulting in mass shootings and deaths. Um, I mean, the... Eli Lilly just started meeting secretly with the FDA early morning hours before anybody was around to see them to uh, to counter this. It was from the beginning a collaboration between uh, the FDA and the drug companies to not let the information out. And uh, so I, I knew I knew that the, that at least in my area that there were no holds barred to making a profit. Um, and to maintaining power and influence in the media and so on. But we were seeing that with um, Fauci. So we started there. Uh, we, we thought we might maybe look into that, but we were nervous about it. Then Ginger found a scientific article published in 2015. And that just broke it all open for us. We found out that um, Fauci was funding collaborative research with the Chinese, including directly funding the Wuhan Institute with our taxpayer money, and uh, that, that China was making with us, making uh, coronaviruses, SARS corona, not just corona, SARS, making that terrible respiratory syndrome that, that can be lethal, and making them in their labs. In fact, we don't to date have proof of a single spontaneous uh, evolution of a SARS coronavirus from nature. They keep talking about how this is going to pop out of nature and we better know. But there have been multiple leaks now from Chinese labs and 
near leaks from American labs of SARS coronaviruses that were being made. And uh, so we saw this and um, uh, we found it unbelievable that none, none of the major media was concerned that, that, uh, that we were funding the Wuhan Institute from, from which this thing either was released purposely or leaked, definitely leaked. And so uh, we did a, uh, a video and a blog, and uh, the, the video just quickly uh, got about 40,000 downloads, and the blog got a lot of downloads. And we knew some people who knew the Trump circle, and we sent the video and the blog there. And two days later, Trump uh, canceled it. He canceled the funding, the funding of China by Fauci with our taxpayer money. But Trump did not, you know, he didn't have a good group of scientists around him. He, I don't think Trump realized just how infested the entire bureaucracy and scientific and medical establishments were with people who had more financial interests in China than they had interests in America. He, he didn't look at the whole thing and say, hey, this thing called gain of function research where you make viruses worse so someday you'll be able to deal with a similar virus makes no sense because almost all of the uh, smaller epidemics we've had so far, we haven't had a big one, uh, have come from uh, leaks. They, they haven't come from nature, come from leaks. So he didn't know that, I'm sure. I'm sure Anthony Fauci didn't tell him, but he canceled Fauci's research. And now Joe Biden has revived it, but uh, he's reinstated it. But so again, we're now collaborating with folks making what are essentially biological weapons with the Chinese Communist Party, which runs the Wuhan Institute as a military facility. It's really so bizarre, it's hard to grasp. But that's what got us first this realization of how evil the system of our own system was and its collaborations with the Chinese. And whenever you say Chinese, you have to you know, I need to remind everybody, it's the Chinese Communist Party. And um, that's exactly right, because they control the military, they control all of these bioweapons laboratories, and they control actually most of the scientists and physicians, those that speak out, risk their lives, and many have been killed trying to speak out. Yes, they have a policy that Fauci had to know about. There was a book about it. It's taught in courses. Uh, I know a man who teaches from that book. And the book was by Chinese military describing the uh, military civilian, military civil, they call it, the military civil fusion. Everything that goes on in civilian life is fused with the military. So all the technology that we bring there and you know, Amazon goes over and helps them with this or that, and it just all becomes part of the military establishment. Well, that's exactly right. And I don't think the American public until more recently when when President Trump stood up to China, I don't think the public realized just how much of the fusion between American businesses, particularly the global predators that you describe in your book, has taken place with China over quite a long time. And actually, Anthony Fauci's connections with all of that go back at least 20 years and perhaps longer. 
But we can document some of that back to the SARS-CoV-1 outbreak in 2002. Again, another SARS virus that was uh, escaped from the Chinese laboratories and spread around the world at the time, though it, it got stopped quicker that time. So I think your book is a huge wake-up call to America as to just how incestuous and Machiavellian these connections really are. Yeah, it was a real shock to me. I, <clears throat> I had not read any of the several good books that are out there about China's policies of undermining America and how deep they'd gone. Uh, none of them went into the areas we finally went into was with the depth of involvement with our medical scientific establishment, which is my, you know, my specialty area as a physician and, and a scientist. So, but none of the other books went into that, but they made so clear about, about how China was systematically weakening America and infiltrating so many different parts of our establishment. We didn't know about that. Uh, but when I began tracking Fauci, first to Bill Gates, and then I started looking at Bill Gates and all his interests in China, his investments in China, and the fact that one of his few international offices is in Beijing. And then I started listening to his uh, videos, and um, he is uh, talking about how wonderful the Chinese shutdowns were, and how uh, Trump should have been more vigorous like the Chinese. And at one point, we have this, uh, this man who's supposed to be an American, saying, um, this uh, Bill Gates saying, and China now has no cases of coronavirus. Now, in this case, the, 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 the interviewer, who was basically a, a very sycophantic, very fawning on him, says, really, sir, you're sure China has none? How is that possible? And <laughs> Gates goes, and, and makes up some kind of numbers and logarithms and says, see, and they all end in zero. That's how. And the guy says, oh, okay, sir. He doesn't sound convinced. And he goes on. So here's, instead of Gates saying, those Chinese, they're spreading the virus around the world. They send out their airplanes filled with hundreds of thousands just to the U.S. of people from Wuhan, Beijing, you know, who, who were, many of them were going to be infected and how they lied about the infectivity entirely in the beginning and how they, how they manipulate the World Health Organization. He, he doesn't go into any of that. Instead, I found out that when Trump withdrew our funding, which has been reinstated again by Biden, from the World Health Organization, Gates jumped in. So I'm looking, here's Gates, he's jumping in, he's protecting who, he's protecting China. So I start to think, well, let me look at all the people who have been against America first as a principle, wandered open borders, and who have been uh, pushing COVID-19 shutdowns. They're all the same kind of people with a few exceptions as some mixed people. And um, every one of them, and I mean every one, I looked at the top 16 billionaires and only only one of them, of all those, of all the of all the billionaires, there was only one of them who wasn't uh, anti-Trump, open borders, pro-China, which is the way they make a ton of their money. They literally, all of them, were making money on that system. 
And then I started looking at the conferences that were being held with May, um, all the basically all the big name banks participating and big name organizations and and uh, multiple billionaires and politicians that took place during during Trump's administration. And one of these uh, big conferences is held by a fellow named Schwab, not Charles Schwab family. Um, he's Klaus Schwab, and he's been running conferences for a long, long time. And I looked at, well, what kind of conference did he run during the Trump administration? And he wrote a comp, did a conference in which he featured as his opening speaker, the premier of China. Oh, my God. I mean, what is going on here? And one of the themes of the conference was, you know, yippee for the shutdowns. Yay for communist China. Don't decouple. Trump's decoupling. Don't decouple. So then um, at the second big annual conference, a newer one's been going on for about three years, is by Michael Bloomberg, who was mayor of New York multiple times. And, and Bloomberg, during the Trump administration, holds a conference. And who, where does he decide to hold it? Right when we're confronting China, he holds it in Beijing. And guess who he has big smiling face in his advertising, the premier of China. And he's got Bill Clinton's there, Hillary Clinton, a lot of these people that are videoing in, major corporations, other billionaires, um, and absolutely no, no people who would be considered conservative. So this is not your old time capitalism. This is not free enterprise. I do not believe we have any free enterprise on a world level now. It's all global. It all relates heavily to China, just about everyone I've been able to find. And certainly everyone who's a predator, they're relating to China. And this is a massive shift now where, and it explains why the New York Times covers up for China, why the Washington Post, you know, Bezos uh, owns the Washington Post, owned Amazon, tons of involvement financially with China. So it's kind of an endless story that we present very succinctly with specific citations for every single billionaire we talk about, every single company we talk about. And that's what's behind the shutdowns, is what's behind the whole weakened America. They know, Fauci knows, because he said so very clearly early on that masks don't work. You ridiculed the Europeans wearing them. There's no science for wearing masks outside of a tightly controlled health environment. And there it's rather limited, but there's no science for it in the public at all. And... Uh, it's, it's to control America. It's to weaken us because they all know from Bill Gates to communist China, they all know and World Health Organization, the UN, they all know that to have a global governance, they got to get rid of America. They cannot have a democratic republic that stands for freedom and it is as strong as America or they'll be stopped eventually. That's exactly Right. And I want to emphasize that last point for our listeners, because we literally are the last hope for human freedom on the planet. I've personally been to many other countries around the world, 
and spent a great deal of time there, in some cases working in settings overseas. And it is absolutely true that there is nowhere else in the world where we have the freedoms that we have had in the United States of America. And one of the biggest assaults that's coming up, it was just announced, is the massive push to totally strip away our Second Amendment rights for self-defense. If they succeed at that, as they've done in Australia and the UK and other countries around the world, there is no defense of freedom left. And our founders knew that. The Second Amendment was not for hunting. It was for defense against an out-of-control rogue government. So I want to tie that in to all of the other controls that Dr. Bregan and his wife, Ginger, have documented so beautifully in the book. As we begin to take a pause now for our break, and we will be right back. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. Now, never before in our history have we witnessed the level of hatred that is now being waged against our law enforcement. While anarchist groups create havoc and overwhelm our first responders, these same groups and their corporate supporters are calling for the police forces to be shrunk and defunded. What can you and I do to make a difference? How can we stand up for what is right and to show our support? That's what I'm going to tell you about this incredible new platform. It's called ShopToTheRight.com. And it's a new shopping platform that will help you find businesses that align with your values. They feature products made in America. They support veteran-owned businesses as well as our law enforcement community. This is a time when we need to stick together. We need to shop together and we need to support each other. It's time for you and I to make some noise and stand up to protect our country. And one easy way to do that is to shop and give our money to companies that don't seek to destroy our way of life. So join the fight for liberty. ShopToTheRight.com. Support those American businesses that support law enforcement and veterans. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older until now. Healthy Cell Pro is the only multinutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa, award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. Listen to Malcolm, the voice of a nation, on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. 
Welcome back to Voice of a Nation. This is Dr. Lee for America, standing in for Malcolm with today's guest, Dr. Peter Bregan, discussing his new Liberty Manifesto, 2021 Liberty Manifesto, The Steps to Restore America's Constitutional Freedoms, based on his new book coming out shortly in hard in softback and hardback but also available now for access on their website wearethepray.com so that if you purchase the book now you'll be able to access the manuscript and all of the documentation immediately so that you can begin studying this critically important information that gives us an understanding of how the global predators have come against all of us and our freedoms. Welcome back, Dr. Bregan. Oh, it's so good to be doing this with you. Um, I thought the opening interview uh, was just perfect in terms of giving me expression and giving you expression to help people understand just uh, what a menace we're facing in the various interlocking connections among these, these groups who essentially want to weaken America to the point that they can just make another uh, third world market out of it and not have it stand in their way. That's, that's exactly right. Not only a third world market, but also population control, controlling every minute aspect of our lives including our ability to own property, our ability to seek medical care, our ability to move around without controls in place, and our ability to defend ourselves. So I I think we have a massive challenge ahead of us, and we're seeing Operation Warp Speed carrying out to destroy our freedoms under this new administration, which brings us to your 2021 Liberty Manifesto, which you and your research partner wife, Ginger, have written so eloquently as a seven-point plan to restore America's constitutional freedoms. And I think for our listeners today, it would be helpful if you and I together read these key points to have as part of of this educational hour and let our listeners understand the enormity of what is in your book and where they can read more about it, but understand these key seven points that you and your wife have outlined. So shall we start with you beginning your Liberty Manifesto? Well, number one. We, the citizens of the United States of America, who support individual rights and political freedom, must stop gain-of-function viral research now. The creation of Franken-viruses must end. It is suicidal for civilization. SARS-CoV-2 must become the last human-made pandemic virus. Anthony Fauci must be stopped from funding this research with taxpayer dollars through his National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, NIAD. 
point two in the Bregan's Liberty Manifesto, we must stop funding Chinese scientists, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and the Chinese Communist Party in their collaborative research with the U.S., developing deadly coronaviruses suitable for use as biological weapons. That is where the SARS-CoV-2 originated, based upon the Bregans' public disclosures. President Trump stopped Fauci from funding this catastrophic research, and President Biden's administration has now reinstated it. Point three, we must not allow our government to prevent physicians from using FDA-approved treatments that are inexpensive, safe, and effective for the early successful treatment of COVID-19. Anthony Fauci, NIH, the CDC, and the FDA must be stopped from interfering with the physician-patient relationship and informed consent by their illegally controlling the use of FDA-approved treatments. Point four, we must make sure that COVID-19 becomes the last shutdown ever for America, and we must stop it now. The U.S. Constitution and the Bill of Rights cannot be discarded in a public health emergency, but must instead be strengthened. Public health concerns cannot be used to override basic human rights to destroy America as a democratic republic. Point five, we must stop partnering with the Chinese Communist Party and the global predator billionaires and giant corporations who are creating a wealthy predatory global elite who grow even more rich and powerful through COVID-19. America must become an independent, patriotic, and largely self-sufficient nation in this worldwide quagmire of progressivism, Chinese communism, and predatory capitalism. Point six. The progressive left wing of America now monopolizes nearly every influential public and private institution from the media, publishing, and Hollywood to education and the scientific establishment. They have done this by systematically excluding all Americans who hold differing views from participation in them. In the true spirit of freedom, we must build our own institutions. And in the case of the giant tech and media companies, break up these monopolies that control and manipulate the flow of information in our society. Point seven and the final point. All freedom-loving people must continue to work together to develop an overwhelming grassroots movement along with our own educational system, publishers, media, freedom-based corporations, and culture. 
we need to continue unifying around individual rights and liberty while divorcing ourselves from the global predators who have imposed the lockdowns upon us. Bravo, Dr. Bragan. You and your wife have truly summarized the massive connecting pieces of this spider web of just absolutely Machiavellian destructive forces that have come against America and the world so aggressively since the beginning of 2020. Thank you. I, I am just grateful for the work that all of that you and your wife have done and all of us, all of us have need to read your book and start working at the local level to implement this. What are your plans for the Liberty Manifesto? How do you see using this to help Americans take back our freedoms and, and fight back against this Operation Warp Speed destruction of liberty? Well, it's a fresh creation. Um, I shared it with you the day we wrote it. And uh, you looked it over, uh, which was wonderful, helped a little bit here and there. Um, but I think we, we, we're hoping to have the opportunity to make it into something that people can sign uh, as a, a petition that will go to their, their local and federal uh, legislators. We're, we're just at the beginning of looking at that, but that's our hope for it. And it gives us an orientation, and uh, we'll uh, we'll obviously put it up on our main website, which is uh, bregan.com, b-r-e-g-g-i-n.com, within the next couple of days. But it's so new; it hasn't even been published yet. You, 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 know, you got the initial word on it. <laughs> That's great. This is a scoop for this is a scoop. <laughs> <laughs> the the other thing that I'm thinking about, you mentioned at the beginning of the show that so so much of what's under assault is the very Judeo-Christian foundation of our documents that created America as the exceptional idea that our rights come from our creator, not from the government. And I liken this manifesto for liberty to a project that was undertaken about a decade ago called the Truth Project, which was developed by Focus on the Family and Dr. Del Tackett. And it became a worldwide study group that was implemented in people's homes. I participated in it when we were working in Santiago, Chile. And it's often offered through churches and synagogues, for example. But I, I see this 2021 Liberty Manifesto as being something that could very easily be rolled out as study groups through churches and synagogues and community groups to get people started thinking about the connecting dots. Because everyone is looking at this as taking a bite of the elephant a piece at the time, and we don't realize the enormity of the elephant in the room until your book puts it all together and it's one gigantic elephant. Well, that's very exciting. <laughs> all this is unrehearsed folks. So I'm hearing it all for the first time. 
I mean, that's a that's really interesting. I um, I will just talk about this. Uh, uh, to me, you're Doctor Vleet, but Doctor Lee, <laughs> Doctor Lee Vleet. We'll talk about this and see what kind of uh, implementation we can get. I think that this is exactly the kind of thinking we need to be doing together and individually and all over the world. Is you know, how do we get together? increase our numbers and our strength and our motivation uh, uh, for freedom, basically, because the light is slowly going out. If it goes out here, it's over for maybe a thousand years. So we really need to get to work on it. That's exactly right. And the I think that's why the Trump administration and President Trump as the leader of the movement to reawaken freedom that began with his coming down the escalator in 2015 and his inaugural speech in 20 in January 20th 2017 was a powerful speech taking on basically the global predators that you are describing in this book he didn't call them that at that time but that's an accurate name and i mean we've seen the deplorables around the world uniting under the Trump banner of individual liberty and freedom. So people are awake more so than ever in my lifetime, and yet we need that mechanism to organize and implement all seven of these points in ways that make us as effective in our organization as those on the left are. And that's what I think your Liberty Manifesto can be a rallying point around that. Well, that's wonderful. And I look forward to, uh, to this and, 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 you know, and other, other projects. Um, and I, I want to add that we was, I was surprised when I started looking into this some more, and went back and re-read re some of what Trump had to say early on. He very early began to use the term globalist as a pejorative. I, I think global predator is my term, but, but he was uh, using the term globalist. He came into conflict right away with the Koch brothers, who uh, it's now the Koch brother, one of them uh, died not you know, a couple of years ago, but uh, the Koch family who called themselves libertarians, which is you know, real freedom. They're the supposedly very small government, you know, no force, no coercion of any kind, except in self-defense. And the Koch brothers were really supporting the Rhino Republicans. And they came down hard on Trump. And the reason was that they're not really libertarians, they're global predators. They want to open the border. Libertarianism allows for self-defense. You can close your border and defend yourself. And libertarianism doesn't say that you can go trade with the communist Chinese who have slave labor. It says you're supposed to respect liberty throughout the world, not, not, in, not enforce totalitarianism like the globalists do. So there was a very early, brave, brave position that Trump took that he wasn't going to rely on the ma probably the major donor to many of the Republicans that were going to be leaders uh, in his party. And instead, he broke with them and said, you're a globalist, I'm for America first. Very important distinction that he made early on. That's exactly right. And, and actually, I went back and listened to his inaugural speech 
more recently. And he really confronted these very malevolent forces at, at the outset. And I, I don't think that, I don't think he, even President Trump, realized how incredibly deep and pervasive the predatory tentacles ran throughout our government institutions. I was stunned, actually, in the course of the COVID pandemic to see the way in which, for example, the Bill Gates Foundation actually funded some of the early treatment studies with hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. And in every one of those that were stopped administratively early, it was the Gates Foundation funding and administration that led to ending the study before it could show benefit. So there was clearly intent to do harm, preventing early treatment studies from showing benefit with old inexpensive medicines that would have ended this pandemic in the spring of 2020 had physicians been allowed to use them. And then we go to the point in your Liberty Manifesto about number three that both of us can speak to as a physician where we were seeing 46 of the United States governors directing restrictions on an FDA-approved medication, hydroxychloroquine at the time, but they also were started restricting others, overriding our physician rights to prescribe off-label for our patients any FDA-approved medicine and use it for whatever conditions in our medical judgment is appropriate. We have never seen that in the lifetime of the FDA that was started around World War II, we have not ever seen physicians be so restricted in their ability to deliver patient care, especially in a pandemic. Your point number three was hugely illustrated by all that happened in the pandemic. And most people don't even realize the degree to which their primary care physicians were intimidated and threatened by governors, state medical boards, the FDA, and Fauci, for example. Well, it, it's all real. And um, uh, your listeners need to know that it is, that, that the tradition, it's partly a legal uh, phenomenon, but also the tradition that the FDA has been that it cannot control the practice of medicine. It can withdraw a medication from the market and that controls, that, that's its control. It can give a warning, but it can never say, doctor, you can't do this or that. That was the only condition on which the AMA would allow it to be originally approved, the agency. So it's been there forever that it doesn't control the practice of medicine. And in fact, it has totally broken that and tried to stop physicians from using drugs at work because the FDA is in bed with the pharmaceutical industry and the globalists, and they all want us to pay dearly for vaccines and for expensive medications and to be under their control. It's not just the money, it's partly the money, but it's also that they're a part of this movement of top-down government that's taking place throughout the world 
not through the voting of democratic republics, but through fiat by the bureaucracies and by leaders. That's exactly right. And to just to amplify for our listeners what you said about the FDA, people don't realize, but the FDA's purpose and, char- and regulations enable the FDA to look at safety and effectiveness as it relates to the marketing of prescription medications. Their role is oversight of marketing claims for safety and effectiveness. It is not, as you said, to determine what physicians do when we have evaluated an individual patient and we can take an FDA-approved medicine that has been approved for safety and effectiveness for one condition, if we think in our medical judgment it could benefit another patient, we are legally in the correct to use that. But people think the FDA regulates the practice of medicine, and I'm glad you brought that up because they, their role is to oversee marketing of new drugs, not the practice of medicine. Well, and and of course, NIH and CDC are even further removed from having anything to say about what doctors do. And yet they too have all joined together, the three of them, to, uh, with a lot of leadership, I think, from Fauci and Bill Gates, uh, to um, tell doctors what to do. And mainly they're telling doctors, as as Dr. McCullough has so uh, well put it, um, I know you've interviewed him and I've interviewed him and uh, uh, that, that they have actually stopped the treatment processes for COVID-19. So, so the doctors are saying we have no treatment until you're sick enough to go to the hospital and then they don't work well. Um, a bizarre situation that has just vastly increased the, the whole power of the government structure and multiple uh, large corporations and many billionaires. And it's the billionaire's wealth that has increased dramatically through the pandemic, while the average American has been financially crushed. Yes, the, the American billionaires, the top 15, increased their wealth by an average of 50% in the first year of COVID-19. 50%. The top 15. Now, the rest of the billionaires, they just went up, you know, like 16%. In China, and we are that, so our, our 650 billionaires, they went up an average of 16%. But the top ones who were the predators, they went up 50%. In China, they have an increasing number of billionaires. They're catching up to us. They have 450. Their entire group went up 60% in wealth. And that really reflects the wealth of the Chinese Communist Party members. That's just staggering. And and I look at the devastation across this country when we look at the toll that the lockdowns have taken on businesses, on medical facilities, doctors' practices, primary care doctors' offices, closing patients' freedoms for treatment are intruded upon. Families have lost income, families have lost loved ones, and we're seeing a rise in suicide and domestic violence, all of these hidden costs of the pandemic that are being totally ignored 
and go to your point number seven in the Liberty Manifesto about why all of us must come together to work together in an organized way to overcome this assault. Absolutely. And, and I think uh, we, sh we should include briefly a word about the vaccines. As a physician, I am calling for a moratorium on these vaccines. We now have at least 1,600 reports of deaths in close temporal association with taking the vaccine. Many people dying in the first day and then most of them in the first week afterward. This would under any circumstances in the past have led to stopping any kind of vaccination, any kind of medication. And yet the CDC is refusing to even say that any of those deaths are real. Now, that is that they're connected, which is ridiculous when you have a pattern like this. And furthermore, that 1600 is a minor portion of what is going on because the, the, uh, the reports are being made mainly from the nursing homes. Doctors don't even know when their patients have been vaccinated. They can't even make temporal connections from many, many patients. There's nobody to do it. So, and furthermore, doctors hate to report that they have been involved in the death of a patient. I know that as a medical expert against doctors for many years, they don't report things like that that happen in their practices. And so 1600 is the tip of the iceberg. It could be 10% of it. It could be one one hundredth of it. There is a vast number of deaths greater than being reported. That's for sure. And, uh, and so it just has to be stopped. And I was interviewing Dr. McCullough today and, uh, and he told me that 11 countries have now stopped using two, two of the uh, vaccines. That's, that's correct. And in fact, what people must understand is that these vaccines are not FDA approved like other medications. These are approved only under the emergency use authorization, which has limited safety data. And in fact, the clinical trials were cut short. They were to have been 24 months and were stopped at the end of only two months of safety data. The Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are using entirely new technology with messenger RNA platforms that have never been used before. We have no experience no long-term safety data. And this is staggering. Plus they also are giving the vaccine to people who are COVID recovered and have natural immunity that the vaccine does not improve upon and in fact creates the risk of antibody dependent enhancement syndrome and hyperimmune activation syndrome, which can cause death from an exaggerated immune response, an exaggerated blood clotting response, which we have already seen. So in it's one sense, you were wise to bring up the vaccines because that's one of the most intrusive infringements on our body and our liberty that's currently underway, interfering with our right to work without the vaccine, our right to travel without the vaccine, and intruding into our bodies with something that is still experimental. 
Absolutely. And they're also now to show the callous disregard for humanity, which is the only word to describe these people, a callous disregard for humanity. They are now recommending it officially for children and for pregnant mothers who have didn't, there were no such people participating in the trials, so we have no safety data. This is unconscionable. Things like this have never been done before, and we need a global uh, explanation for this kind of mass of disregard for humanity. And uh, I think I come as close to it as I can, and I uh, in describing it in um, with my wife Ginger in in the book uh, COVID nineteen and the global predators. Uh, you absolutely do. This is, uh, you just summarized extremely well what the urgency is and why your Liberty Manifesto and your book, COVID-19 and the Global Predators, we are their prey. And it is a critical book for all Americans to read. I want to urge you to go to www.wearetheprey.com for pre-publication orders of Dr. Bregan's book. And that will give you immediate advance access to the manuscript and all of the documentation now. We must all, all of us, work together to understand our enemy so that we know best how to organize our defense of liberty. We, ladies and gentlemen, are the last bastion of freedom on the planet. This is our time. We are Americans. We fight back and we fight for liberty. This is our line in the sand to defend it. This is Dr. Lee for America, standing in for Malcolm, signing off for today. Thank you to Dr. Bregan and his wonderful wife and research partner, Ginger Bregan, for their heroic work on the COVID-19 pandemic and the global predators. This is your life, your health, and your freedom at stake. Get involved, get loud, and don't be afraid to speak up and help make the world around you a better place.